Welcome to the Storytellers and Wild Creatives podcast. I am your host, Sage Adderley, and my first cup of coffee just hit. So let's go. Oh, hey, friend. Thank you for coming to hang out with me for a little bit today. I'm thrilled to be here with you. It's a pretty cool week. It's the week of the winter solstice. So I've been thinking about both the shadow and the light energy and in which we exist as humans. And I was thinking about the importance of collecting evidence of what is working. I think sometimes we can get into this space of focusing on what isn't working, what isn't happening the way we want it to happen. And I think when we kind of keep blinders on and only focus on that, it is really hard to also see what is working. And so, you know, I'm a fan of looking at both. I don't think one is more important than the other. For me, it's it's really important to collect information. Um, it's probably really soothing to my anxiety. <laughs> and, you know, when when we can collect the information that's real, it it really supports any stories we might be creating that aren't representing our truth or the truth of what's happening. Um, so for me, it is important to reflect and ask myself questions. And, you know, if you're an avid listener of Storytellers and Wild Creatives, first, thank you. I appreciate you. Second, um, you know, I talk a lot about reflection and being curious. And so when I am looking at what isn't working, I'm not looking through it. I'm not looking at it through a a lens of judgment right? I'm looking at it through a lens of curiosity and learning. And so I am just the type of human being that I want to grow. I want to attain this higher version of myself, not because I don't love who I am in this moment, in this body, because I do. But I also know I am capable of so much more than I give myself credit for. And so what I know is that if I'm not looking at the facts, if I'm not looking at the pieces that maybe I'm in a cycle that isn't benefiting me. Well, if you're in a cycle and you never create the spaciousness to pause and reflect, maybe you don't know you're in a cycle. Maybe you've just created a story that, oh, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. This is just how I am. And For me, I don't want to get stuck in that place. I like having options. I like living in possibility. So for me, if I notice something isn't working, I do create the time to sit and reflect and go, huh, okay, what's happening? And then it kind of breaks down in this simplicity of when I choose this, this is the result. Or when I approach the situation this way, or when I use the language of this, or Whatever the case may be, I am now breaking it down and getting curious and looking at the information. It's like being a creative scientist. (laughs) It's like I feel like a creative scientist. I'm always telling my community members, like, collect the evidence. 
And it's kind of fun <laughs> if you look at it through that lens and you don't look at it through a lens of punishing yourself or, you know, shaming yourself because I'm not down with that at all. I did that for many years and now I'm learning a new way of how to approach reflecting and being curious and it's a way that it's healthy and it serves me. And that's the question I ask myself. Did the way I approach blah, 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 did it really serve me? Did it support me? Are these the results that I was thrilled to create? And if so, yeah, let's celebrate it. And if not, okay, cool. It was an experience. I didn't make a mistake or I didn't do something wrong. I just had an experience. I made a choice. And so I'm just kind of collecting the evidence of like, huh, how could I approach that differently? I feel like I do that as a parent a lot, like saying something to my kids in a certain way and then it not landing the way that I wanted or the way that I thought it was going to. And I just, I don't beat myself up. I just sit and go, okay, well, how could I approach that differently? And sometimes I ask my kids, what could I have said? Like, how could I have said it in a way that it would have come across this way? Like, I'm a big believer in like open communication and I think it's so much more supportive than harboring feelings or creating stories that don't support us. So while I'm leaning into talking about the importance of collecting evidence of what is working, I also want to put power into there's, it's beautiful to collect evidence of what's not working so that you could create solution. I freaking love solutions. <laughs> I love it. I love finding a way through. So, um, cause, cause to me, when you can be in possibility, when you can be in solution, you are navigating whatever that thing is. You're not in a place of overwhelm. You're not in a place of stuckness. You're not in a place of not knowing. And I don't, I don't really like being in any of those places. I don't like the way it feels in my body. And so I'm always like, how do I stay in the journey and navigate it in a way that supports me? So the cool thing about collecting evidence that it's working is you begin to build tr a trust muscle. You begin to build a confidence muscle within yourself that you are indeed capable of doing X, Y, Z. Sometimes when we're in that place of just not feeling well, like physically, mentally, energetically, it's easy to cling on to, I can't do this. Who do I think I am? I'm in over my head. Don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to make a fool out of myself. Like it's easy to cling on to those stories. And so when you can collect evidence of what is working, it's like this remembering of what you're capable of. It's this remembering of what is possible. And so I collect evidence of what's working in a variety of ways. So I use the intentional creativity process called cosmic smashbooking, which for me is like this beautiful blend of diary style writing, art journaling. Um, and it's like, you know, mixed media and it's just a smash up of this stuff. And of course it's intentional creativity. So you go to the page in your journal with an intention. And so I like to go, I like to use my cosmic smash book to get underneath what's not working. 
and I'll write my intention on the page. Like, how could I navigate this smoother? How can I soften my heart? And then I go through the process and receive what I receive. And also I use my cosmic smash book to keep track of what is working and like being specific, like, Hey, when I showed up in this way, this was my result. And I really liked the way that felt like a, an easy example of something that's working in my life is before I go to bed, I always make sure that I set my coffee pot. And this might sound like a really small thing, but can we embrace celebrating small things, please? <laughs> can we invite that into our lives? Um, because that's important. Because I think that gets in our way too when we only think it's okay to celebrate big things. And I'm using air quotes. Um, but like, what if we got into the practice of celebrating things that are deemed small? And like, I think about when I set my coffee pot the night before, or I like make overnight oats to put in my fridge, it is so nice to wake up and to just simply hit a button on the coffee maker. It is so nice to just grab that jar of, of oats, yummy oats and fruit out of my fridge and eat breakfast. And it's like, I'm setting myself up to have a smooth morning. Like in the past, I'm, I might not have done those things. And then I might not have gotten up at the time that I planned on. And so I'm like racing around and, you know, then I don't eat because I don't have time and I'm not taking good care of myself because I don't have time. I'm also using air quotes. I know you can't see them. You just have to trust me here. <laughs> and I'm so glad I don't live that any longer because it was so stressful and overwhelming. And so now I look at like, what works to support me feeling good in my mind and my body? Oh, it works to take the 10 minutes. Maybe I'm probably stretching. It doesn't even take 10 minutes, but it's little things like that, like collecting evidence. So if there's a night where I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. I remind myself, you know, in the morning, you're going to be so grateful that you took the few minutes that it takes to put overnight oats together and to set your coffee pot. You're going to be so thrilled with past sage when you wake up tomorrow. And so I use that collecting of what's working to fuel me when I don't feel like it or I don't think it's a big deal. And so, you know, think about in your life, like, how could you collect evidence of what's really working for you? Maybe it's the time you give yourself to go on a walk. Maybe it's the time you give yourself to take a bath or meditate or whatever. Cook yourself a healthy meal or write. Maybe you write morning pages or you, you do a little work in your art journal each day. Whatever that looks like. What if you started keeping a list? Maybe you bullet journal. Maybe you don't bullet journal or cosmic smash book, but I bet you have paper. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have some paper. And what if you started writing a list of all the things that are working in your life and you start going, wow, look at what's working. So when you're in that spot that everything sucks and things aren't working and things aren't going to turn out the way you want, and it's okay to have those feelings. Like I'm not trying to like bury feelings because we all know that doesn't work. I'm all about being in your feels. I'm just not an advocate of like partying in those fields for long periods of time. So for me, collecting evidence of what's working is a tool that I use that helps me shift when I'm in those spaces of everything sucks, I suck, 
blah, 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 which, you know, get it out. Sometimes you just got to get it out in order to get through. And I get that. I'm a human. So yeah, this is, this is my invitation to begin to collect evidence. You know, another way that I collect evidence in my life is when somebody sends me a really nice email or sometimes people send me snail mail. Oh my gosh. Have I, I have mentioned how much I like some snail mail. And when I get a note or a card from somebody saying something nice, um, maybe how that I've impacted their life or their creative journey, whatever, I keep that. Like I, I keep it and I reflect back and it helps me stay focused on when I don't think I matter. And then I, it reminds me, oh yes, I do matter and the work that I do in the world does matter. And so it's all about collecting the evidence of what's working, whatever that looks like for you. So it could be actually collecting things that people write about you or give you. Um, you know, if you're a writer and you've published your work, it could be printing out some reviews that people have left that warmed your heart and keeping that near your desk. So when you're writing and you're like, nobody's going to read my book, my writing's stupid. <laughs> you could have on hand your reviews and you can read them and they can warm your heart and remind you that you indeed write a good story and that the story you're writing will indeed become a good story. So that's it, my friends. That's that's my big TED talk on why I'm inviting you into celebrating yourself and collecting evidence of what's working in your life and celebrating the small wins. Um, if you are struggling to move your body and you got on your yoga mat and you like stretched for five minutes, celebrate that shit. Like that's important. Yeah, I almost went a whole episode without swearing, but I just couldn't. I got pumped up. So I hope you have a wonderful day or evening. And I'm really grateful for you. I hope you know that. And uh, yeah, let's stay connected. Check out the description uh, of the podcast episode. I'm trying to go for like, what's the proper name? I'm like, I don't know. In the description of the podcast episode, somewhere up in that space, there's going to be ways that we can interact together if you wanna. So I'm going to go grab some lunch. I'm hungry. I'll see you next time.